Hey folks, SH1T coming to you live, an oldie but a goodie, Ellis Panchaka on the podcast having a conversation. Enjoy! Hello? Mic check, one, two. Hello? Can you hear me? Okay, you can hear me right now. Sweet. How's it going? Um, good, good. Sorry, just got a work email thing that I'm reading. What are you reading? Um, what are you reading? What what juicy details can you give me? Uh, he wants to know if we're doing the same invoice as we did last year. That's that's what I have reading. That is impressive. All right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it is pretty, pretty boring. I mean, I suppose we could break, break HIPAA laws if you wanted to, but I don't really know if that'd be that juicy. Nah. Unless you want some other. Unless you want some old people's social security numbers. Well, you know, I mean, that's the big thing now. Getting the old credit up and running with all the monopoly money that's going on. And then, uh, I mean, might as well get some children's numbers too, run their credit. Like, uh, and get the old good stuff going on. Children, I don't got, I don't got a lot of children's numbers. But old people, I got about a thousand, actually. <laughs> ah, well, man, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it, as always. You're, be, sure. you're the first guy... Uh, First conversation in a while that I've had. Um, <laughs> doing... I mean, I, I keep meaning to come check you out, but I just haven't lately. Oh no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't listen to me. I'd, I'm like a low rent Alex Jones, uh, so there are much better people to listen to. I just do this as oh, a uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you at least shoot for like a low grade Joe Rogan. No, nah, yeah, it's, uh, I don't do that's. I don't do that's in the cards either. But uh, nah, I, I just do this as an exercise to. I don't know. It's, I mean, do. I'm just amazed that I've gotten to as far as I have. You're you're going to be episode one one one. So, wow. Yeah. So I've I've tried to maintain maintain some sort of consistency. Um, still haven't figured out the. I mean, I got to figure out the audio piece as far as getting the whole system set up and stuff. Like get a mixer, and be able to do this. Like go and travel with it, and then sit down and have yeah. conversations, and interview. That'd be a point to do. Like when I get down to the states. Um, Definitely, yeah. definitely have a conversation with you in person, with my brother in person, people like that and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine it's too expensive to get at least adequate stuff for that. I, I don't think it. I don't think it's that bad. I, I think it's just a matter of understanding the whole process. Like I don't know. Um, apparently, yeah. apparently, you have to have like one microphone can't run two things, or whatever. So you have to have a mixer and you have to have some sort of. I don't know, some sort of thing that combines two sound waves so that you can have a conversation with two different microphones. So if you don't have that, then you can't, uh, like, it's it's pointless, which is what I've tried to do. So, yeah. So basically, we're talking on one mic. What's up? I would just say I've never looked into this stuff before, but, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's some. Oh, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure it's pretty simple. I'm sure it's pretty simple, but not yeah. too bad. So what's new, man? Not much, uh, you know, here. Getting ready, wedding, yeah, twenty days. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Like not That's being able, okay. not being able to come down. I knew even if things were normal, it would be tricky for you to pull it off. So it's not. I get that. I do. It, it's really not a big deal. Yeah, it it was gonna be. Easy. I wouldn't say tricky, but definitely flying with uh, the family and stuff, and then dealing with yeah. the whole process would be no fun. Uh, my older brother's going through some stuff with his significant other so that would have been that was yeah. that would have saved money on the lodging right because we, we, yeah. we were we were literally going to go down and get a hotel for an extended amount of time uh and be there and then uh availability opened up so that made your, it more your brother who has the, the the health issues yes so he's yeah. uh there's been an opening in his house so that would have that would have saved us some lodging money but yeah. still, the, the restriction where you have to travel and come back and you have a 14-day whatever. So I can, go, yeah. I can go to places that don't have a 14-day, but the States, oddly enough, is one of those places where if you travel from where I'm at to the States and you come back, you're automatically 14-day quarantined. So that's a no-go. Yeah. yeah that's, so. I don't. It, 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 it sucks, but yeah, what are we going to do? I mean, there was... Uh, 
her, she has a, a niece on her ex-husband's side that she wants to be the flower girl, and um, the niece's mom is, you know, got kind of paranoid about this stuff, and she's like, well, can't you guys just reschedule it? Like, you don't understand. They yeah, just let you reschedule this stuff. A wedding. There are thousands and thousands of dollars already into this. There's, this is happening. Unless the governor, governor shuts us down, this thing's happening. Uh, how, it's just me and her there, or other people. It's going down. Yeah, how old is the niece? Uh, let's see, Ben's nine, uh, ten or eleven. I forget how old. Ten or eleven. The the mom is not paying attention, man. I think I've told you this before. Like, it's not a thing for. I don't know. Like my kids. Like I was in the. I was in a shop at today, walking around, and everybody uh-huh. had a everybody had a mask on except for my children. Like Michael, uh-huh. Michael and Abigail were the only two that didn't have, didn't have a mask on. I saw kids Abigail's age have mask on, which every time I see that, I, I get sad for the world. Well, usually, usually we don't have a mask on Ben um, because he's nine, and the rules, as far as we understand, it, is not unless they're ten or older. Yeah, if, if Abigail was twelve, I would be saying that she's ten. Like, yeah, yeah, I would not, I would not put a mask on her uh, to save my life. So I, I even feel dirty walking in wearing a mask because, mm. I don't know, I, I trust my health. And like I said, I think I had it in November or December. So whether or not you can re-up it or whatever, I've read all that other fun stuff. But apparently it's getting, like, I don't know. Nobody enjoyed, like, when this was going on ever since March, every time I walk around, I'm, I say hello to all the neighbors. We're all waving at each other. We sit down. We talk for, like, five, ten minutes. And they're just looking at me like, where the fuck is this thing? Because Germany's been Germany's an outlier country so far, it, right? It's it's that it's that strong Aryan blood that uh. he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe he was on to something. Yeah, right. No, <laughs> that is fucked up, Ellis. Uh, I think the the big difference between Germany and everything else is that they're. I think I've told you this before too. They're outdoorsy, right? They just. Yeah, you have to open the house. Like the houses, the windows are designed to where you have to, you can open them. They're not slides. Yeah. Like they're really easy to keep open and do whatever. And they said when I first moved here that you have to open the windows in the house at least five minutes throughout the day to make sure that the mold and everything gets through. There's no central AC. There's no central heating. It's radiator heating, like back in the '70s and '80s in the states. I, I go nuts with no central AC. Yeah, well, you have to go buy a, uh, you have to go buy an air conditioner, like one of the one ten volt air conditioners, but then you're yeah. gonna, then you're gonna pay six million in euros in electricity bill, so, yeah, so, I don't know, man. Just learn to live with it. Yeah, so it's been, Germany's been pretty skate free, but there nobody's really paying attention to the. I mean, some are, some aren't, but it's pretty laxed as far as whatever. So, we went to a park uh, a couple weeks ago and. You wouldn't even like you people. You saw some masks around, like maybe, but maybe. Do you guys live on the base or not? No, no, no. I hate living on base. Okay. So I was, I was just wondering, are there more restrictions on base than off base? Yeah, on base would be insanity, right? Uh, so gyms are closed every time you walk into a building. The, the basically yeah. the safe bet is to put a mask on. Um, so basically, mine is if I'm inside, I'm wearing a mask unless I'm at work. I never yeah. wear I never wear a mask at work. And then, um, so if I'm inside a building, I put a mask on. If I'm outside, it's off. So. Yeah. And then my children, yeah, and then my children do not wear a mask. So, that'll be a that's a gun draw moment. So. Yeah. Then you just leave whatever place is making you do that. Yeah. That's really all you can do. Well, I mean, so I've been I've been hitting the gym pretty good for the last couple of weeks, and there's always a. I call them gym stoppos. Like they always show up and be like, "Hey, put your mask over your nose. Do this." Like, like, shut the fuck up. Go away, Karen. Like, fucking go away. It's ridiculous. Um, I walked in. Less, luckily, the the Gold's gym that I've been going to, you gotta have a mask with you, but it, they don't care if you're wearing it around your chin. You know that that's enough for them to get by. Yeah. Okay. And, that's good. I mean, it just it throws me off. You know, I'm and I'm as it is. You know, I'm. I don't know. It just throws me off, and so yeah, that they don't seem to care. It's like, well, as long as I have it there, you're fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's hard to breathe. Um, I ran a yes. I ran a five k on a treadmill with a mask on. That is uh, not fun. So I would imagine it would be. So, but I walked into I walked into a 
I walked into like a lifting area or Olympic lifting area. And one of the Karens came up to me and she's like, hey, the max capacity is five and you're number six. I'm leaving, but just wanted to let you know. It's like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Get out of here. Max has to be what? No, no uh, max capacity of the room was five. Oh, oh okay. And I was going in. I, I went in to talk to one of my friends, right, that was in, yeah. the, in the, and that's the only place you can do deadlift in the entire gym in the area. Mm-hmm. So I was going in to talk to one of my friends, and she's like, oh, by the way, the max capacity of the room is five, but I'm, I'm leaving, so you don't have to go, but uh, it's like. Okay, well, then if you're leaving, there's no reason you bring something. Exactly. Just get the fuck out the room. Just go away. Like, why are you talking to me? So Is this the, the military gym? Yes. Wow. Yeah. No, it's it's dumb, man. People aren't paying attention. People are just listening to... They're not researching themselves. They're not paying attention for themselves. They're not They're not deciding for themselves. They're just listening to what... They're just being fed bullshit. And they're... I mean, yeah. you would think that a pandemic would be important enough to actually research yourself what's going on and kind of not not trust uh or not listen to what's going on be actually research yourself because it's a pandemic and Mm -hmm. if you're going to alter your entire life you might want to i don't know have an informed decision one would think so but no they don't they don't want to so it's pretty uh it's pretty impressive (laughs) so jesus yeah so uh i'm sure all your brothers are going to be there is adam going to be at your wedding yeah, I just talked to him this week about that. Uh, he was um, like, I, I, I was a little worried about him because I know his wife had really freaked out over all this stuff. Uh, she works in a hospital, and it, I don't know, seemed like, from what he told me, her friends were freaked out over it, so they were kind of just echo chambering off each other, and it was it was a thing. Like, he, he definitely wasn't going to go to George's, and then he was going to try to, and then he ended up not. And, because right then is when it supposedly, you know, spiked here. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, no, he, he sent me a text saying he wanted me to call him, and I was kind of thinking that he was going to tell me he had to back out. But he was like, I, I'm tired of this shit. I'm coming to your wedding. I don't know if anyone else is coming with me, but I'm coming. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Good for him. Yeah. Um, so. so he'll he'll be there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, most pretty much all of our media family are, are going to be there. I don't think anybody's said they won't. I, I think it's more, um, you know, secondary people or people who, they have stuff that, it's just, their work life is something to become a bitch of, you know, because, like, I have a cousin whose husband, you know, they're, they're really on them at his company and, you know, to, to not go out and do stuff. I, I forget what he does. Something like that is the issue. But um, I think it's just going to be less. just one, because it's a bitch to travel. Because a lot of her family's from Ohio, so a lot of them, I think, are going to probably opt out because because it's a bitch to travel. Plus, they're older, so yeah. I think we'll make it. But get, I think we'll get about half of what we're supposed to, which is honestly fine by me and her. You know, we want them to come, but if they can, you know, it's cool. Plus, like, I'm going to end up saving money on catering, which is nice. Did Did you just call me secondary? You son of a bitch. <laughs> I guess that's true. At least you guys can social distance you, on the dance floor. You would have won the prize for coming the farthest. Nobody was even going to touch that far house. Yeah, that would have been... Uh, so the flight is what? From from there to... from there to I think the I think the port of entry is Atlanta or Baltimore. Uh-huh. Atlanta or Baltimore, you got to fly into one of those. So you fly into... Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta from... Yeah, Atlanta or Baltimore, you fly into one of those, and then you take that flight to... Would have to be San Antonio, right? So yeah, you get you get to see the sweet fires over Atlanta, and then the sweet fires over at Baltimore too. So <laughs> you were gonna you were gonna do that with with the two kids? Hell. Yeah, that would not have been. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Mikey's pretty pretty chill when it comes to travel. Abigail would be the one to work to watch or worry about. She's I mean she's yeah. pretty good. She she shines. Yeah, I'm moments. sure she is. But what is that? A, a, a 15 hour flight, a 20 hour flight? In total, yeah, it would be crazy. But it's uh, no, no no kid is chill to that point. No, I mean I mean she'll sleep or whatever. But yeah, she would be. There'd be uh, there would be an expectation at least one blow up for both of them. The, sure. So. Sure. Yeah, but yeah, it is what it is, man. And then I haven't I haven't flown since. This whole thing started, so I don't know what the requirements would be as far as, like, do you have to put, yeah. put a fucking cloth on your face for eight hours in a fucking airplane? Get out of here, dude. <laughs> that, so. That'd be less 
she in school yet? I think yeah. you were telling me something. Yeah, she went to private school last year, and then. Oh, uh, okay. And they're up and running for like, are, are they like on the same schedule there in Germany? Fall start start school and all that all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they're doing uh, summer school now. Abigail had okay. some. Uh, uh, what was it? Abigail had some, um, something like ballet and track and field and something like that. But it's like day school, like it's like day things you have to pay for. Um, and then we were we were paying out the ass to send her to the private school, but because um, the base only accepts kindergartners and above, okay. we didn't have a choice. And um, because of our situation, we're not priority for uh, childcare. So good for us on that one too. So then, uh, yeah, so now Abigail's going to go to uh, school on base. So that'll be nice. Mm. And I'm not getting robbed, so. Well, that that helps. Yeah, I would imagine the private school is not cheap. Yeah, we paid full tuition for her to sit and stare at a fucking laptop for 30 minutes for about yeah. three months, right? Because yeah. the the contract in the private school says, like, look, we don't care if fucking Jesus comes back. We're keeping the money, so it doesn't it doesn't matter what happens. Like, what whatever reason school doesn't happen, it's not our fault. So that's uh, so I didn't even argue the I didn't even argue the contract. What I what I did argue is that I paid for the after school program. Um, I pay I paid in full at the very beginning, and I was like, hey, yeah, you guys didn't do the after school program for about fifty percent of the time, so give me some money back. I'm like, oh, sir, we're working on it, but so. <laughs> It's like it's fucking it's ridiculous, man. So uh, So what's new? What's new besides you getting married in a month? I don't know. With San Antonio, people dying in the streets from COVID. Oh, it's just body bags everywhere? Yeah, body bags everywhere. Yeah. Can you believe that Beirut thing was just an accident? I've been reading up on that. The Beirut thing? Crazy. Accident? Well, the the explosion there? Yeah. I mean from what I've read on it, basically, there was a ship full of ammonium nitrate that just got left in a hot box for seven years and then exploded. Something like that. So what I, what I loved about that was that they, were, they came out initially and said, oh, it was just fireworks. <laughs> okay. Fireworks. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Can I get some of those fireworks, quote unquote? Um, and then the funniest thing was that uh, people were trying to circulate... Uh, so what they did is that they uh, turned the video into a negative, and then somebody photoshopped a missile coming in and hitting the area. So when you look when you looked at it, it was just something happened, an explosion, and it was a crazy ass like nuclear type explosion, right? A bu bunch of TNT, whatever the case is, high power to high impact explosion, and then people were people uh, showed an edited video where they did a negative, and they said uh, they tried to say a missile came in and, and struck the area, which is fucking stupid i mean, I mean honestly if for you know the government there i would think it'd be a more of a positive for them for it to be an attack rather than for it just to be idiocy which is what it seems to be well i mean you had the no there were no video of it but remember in texas there was that uh, ammonium some yeah, sort of plant blew right. up like i'm sure the video would yeah, have been very similar waco yeah I, I used to go i used to work that little town some it was like right outside of waco i can't think of it right now west i think yeah but yeah, yeah, no, that that was you're right. That was a similar thing. This seems like it was ten times bigger. Yeah, this one because everything was stored up, and and what the craziest thing was it is that somebody had uh, they had video, so it was just insane, man, nuts. But yeah, there's a there's a bunch of theories about why all that stuff was there in the first place, because Lebanon yeah. is a basically a failed state. If you understand the geography and the history of what's going on, and uh, you know. How much uh, Lebanon and those those individuals everywhere besides Israel doesn't like Israel so much being there. There there might be a reason to store ammonium nitrate in Lebanon. So yeah. So that's that's one of the conspiracy theories going on in that location. But other than that, it's just insanity. What? Yeah, nuts. That's fucked up. I mean, I mean, what what happens when you put COVID in a warehouse for too long? It blows up like. No. Oh man, it, it, it was really sad to hear all those people in Beirut died of COVID. Yeah, yeah, 150 some odd COVID deaths. Just, 
just instantaneously. Just instantaneously. They, they, tri they tripled their COVID deaths. It's fucking horrible. Uh, you been watching? You been watching any of the sports now that sports is happening? Again? No, no, man. Once I found out that they were like kneeling bullshit, it's like I didn't not even paying attention. Like uh, I'll, I'll pay attention to fantasy football. I watched hockey uh -huh. for one day, and then and then uh -huh. then they kneeled after that first day. I was like, nah, fuck it. You're not getting any of my money. Like I used to go to baseball. Really, like, I got watch. Baseball yeah. is one of my favorite sports. Like people find it boring. I love baseball. I'm not watching. Uh -huh. I'm not watching I mean, that I'm shit. I'm curious if you're watching baseball just because it seems like baseball is the one that's really fucking this thing up. Because there's like, what, there's two teams that they have enough people down that the whole teams are out of out of it for right now. Um, yeah, the Marlins and the Phillies. Right, Marlins and the Phillies, okay. And so they did a, but I don't, I mean, what is going, like, are, the, are these guys athletes or not? Like, fucking, like... If you read what's going on, if you know what's going on, if it's a lightning strike to you, like you played with the flu, like people, like Michael Jordan played with the flu yeah. in the nineties, you you were you had no issues before then. What has changed? Like what is so crazy? Like if you're reading everything that's going on, if you're if you're elderly or if you have a pre-existing condition, call like watch the fuck out. It's it's more of a PR thing than anything though, because if if one if the media can get hold of information that says that one person who was playing baseball, got one other person sick, who got another person sick, who led to somebody die, then it's all, the only story is baseball coming back, killed somebody. Then stop you know, that, that's the, you're, you're You're trying to stay ahead of the PR thing. Because, yeah, the likelihood of it taking down anybody who's you know, a player or anything like that, is, I would say, seems pretty unlikely. But you don't want to be part of that story where, look, there's someone dead. Because that's what's going to happen with the school opening. Somewhere, one kid is going to get really, really sick, and that'll be the only story. Yeah, I agree, I agree completely. But yeah, I mean, it's not right, right? It's just not yeah. right. It's like it's not. It's it's dumb, and I don't know why they get any credit anymore. Like, why do why does anybody pay attention? Why does any get any credit? It'd be like it's just like the boy who cried wolf. They come up and they they cry. Like, why are people still looking for wolves? Like, it's they should not have the time of day where people pay attention to them at all. Um, I, I've, I've seen all these uh, polls and whatever. They're like less trusted than Congress, but they still have this big platform to sit up and like yell. Like they're even saying that the shit in Portland and Seattle is not really going on. It's not really happening. It's mostly peaceful. Like all this stupid shit. They lie out fucking straight out through their teeth. And we had like, it's so fucking, I don't even know. It's infuriating. Like, I got to gather my thoughts on that one as far as how much... Did you hear about uh, Kindergarten Cop in Portland? What happened? So, there was some theater. I forget if it was like a, uh, just a showing or if they were doing like some sort of film festival thing. But part of what they were going to show was the movie Kindergarten Cop. You know, the one with Schwarzenegger. Get to the chopper! Yes. <laughs> um, and some writer lady in Portland put out this post on Twitter, really know if in the times we're in, we should be promoting a movie that, um, you know, okay policing in schools when there's such a clear line of schools to prison. Bitch. He just went on. And the, the, the theater pulled kindergarten top. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Like, <laughs> you haven't actually seen the movie. It's not like he's there arresting six-year-olds. That's, that's not what's happening. But... Uh, yeah, it's, you just uh, need to make one person has to get mad, and then someone has to get scared that if they don't do what the person wants, they're in trouble. And no, that's all it takes. It's if you listen to them, if you give them the time of day. That's the problem. Like that, that lady wrote some column telling kindergarten cop not to be in a theater in Seattle. And the problem is, is that there's a manager somewhere in that organization that was loud enough to get it shut down. So they're uh -huh. everywhere, right? Like so, people that people of this inclination and ilk. Weak-minded individuals, for lack of a better term, are are scattered throughout everywhere. And this has been like a 20, 30-year process where people that do not know how to lead and can't handle con confrontation and outside thinking or, I guess, thoughts contrary to their own are running the show in a lot of areas, especially in the fucking Northwest, like Pacific Northwest. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking insane. Yeah, pretty bad, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, where I work is littered with this kind of uh, thoughts as well. So, 
Yay. I, I get to take, uh, I'm fighting it as much as I can, but I get to take unconscious bias training. So Unconscious bias training? Yeah, so that's a, that's a, that's a thing. You never heard of this before? Well, can't say I have. You never heard of this before. All right. Uh, I mean, I, I think I could get the gist of it, but no, I can't say I have. No, all right. So I'll give you, I'll give you a little five-minute fucking rundown of unconscious bias. So okay. it, this falls in the, and, and if, all right, caveat. Oh, no, no caveat. Fuck it. If uh, somebody from work heard me starting at uh, the, this part of the podcast, I'd be fired immediately. But there's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain what's going on. So um, uh, the, the DOD or the military has a diversity program, right? Or equal opportunity program. And it's basically you treat everybody, everybody equally based on race, sex, all this other, whatever the caveat you want it to. And the caveat continues to expand. Uh, last couple of years was uh, uh, transgenders was one of the things where EO has done in. The big push now is to, so identi- it's identity and um, it's basically sexual identity. It's the, that's the big thing now. It came up in the Supreme Court. It's getting pushed through the military. And identity basically means if I'm, if I'm a man and I feel like a woman or if I, like the next thing is, what if I feel like a cat or a dragon, right? That's the next uh, <laughs> logical step. Um, but the, the thing they're pushing now is, uh, so it's inclusion, right? So... So you used to have diversity, and the diversity or equal opportunity based on all these uh, selections, and now it's inclusion. So inclusion is under the guise of um, uh, you can't leave anybody out. You got you have to. Uh, it's kind of what you see now with be be afraid for your neighbor type stuff. If you're inclusive, you allow everyone in the group. So if somebody thinks you should wear a mask, you got to wear a mask for them. Type shit like that, right? Um, and that's their their kind of new push. Unconscious bias is a push with the inclusion thing that says you are not even aware of the racist thoughts that you have, right? So if, you, if you're white and you come up from a background, you don't even know that you're racist. It's part of this white fragility bullshit that you hear and stuff like that. I'm sorry, sir. You're too stupid to realize that you're Correct. No, that's, that's basically the training. So, um, and it takes agency away and you're just, in, you're just an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. But um, the... The people that originated this unconscious bias stuff, so that they did a study. First off, um, the the group humanities that actually like pushes this stuff gave an uh-huh. award in 2016 to an article that says dog part rape dog part rape uh, enforces the patriarchy, something similar to that effect, and it was based on a huge. Uh, these uh, these couple individuals, like three or four individuals, submitted these fake papers uh, to the humanities, and uh, ten of them got approved, and one of them got an award, and there was this big scandal um, about it, uh, where basically everybody was like, oh, and then they uh, the people that submitted the papers got sued uh, because they were submitting you know false data to the whatevers, but the the so scary- these articles weren't real. Correct. This, but the scary thing was is that they got through, they got published, and because it basically it basically uh, confirmed a bias, right? It confirmed the narrative yeah. that uh, uh, the patriarchy is real, uh, you know, hierarchies of power, all this other stupid bullshit. So that was a big scandal in 2016. Unconscious bias came was not a part of those papers, but it came from the same community that allowed ten false papers to get in, and they gave an award to Dog Park Rape and the Patriarchy, right? The people that uh, the people that wrote the unconscious bias literature and then uh, uh, pushed it have bailed on that test because it's not the a the results weren't reproducible and b they say it's like a false study because uh, the way they proved unconscious bias was that you would sit down and you would look at a uh, you'd look at a photo of a white person and then they would ask for a response and then you'd look at a photo of a black person and you'd ask for a response so whites would whites would be more uh, there would be some more of a lag time to have a positive response to somebody that's black, but also black people would have a harder time to have a positive response time to people that were white. But whites would do better with whites, and black would do better with whites, right? You're more familiar with your race, yeah. like, yes, same kind of thing. You're more comfortable with your brothers than you are with me type stuff. So uh-huh. they they bailed on this uncomfortable. I've always been fairly uncomfortable with you, yeah. Yes, as most people are, <laughs> as this conversation is rapidly showing. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the purveyors of the study have punted it off, and they, it's even been shown that when you bring this shit up, 
you make it worse, right? So if you sit there and point your, which is common sense, right? If you point your finger at somebody and tell them they're a racist piece of shit and they don't even know it, they're going to get defensive and they're going to get upset. So then this dumb bitch, yeah, then this dumb bitch wrote a whole another book is like, oh, if, if you get defensive, that's just your fragility and you're fucking, it's, you're even more racist for defending yourself. So just shut up and take it, whitey. So, I don't know. And there's, there's a class that they developed around that that you have to take. Yeah, they're, the so they're they're pushing to take it. It's not part of the military yet, but I'm gonna where I work. There's they're they're pushing this class. So basically, the um, the whole George Floyd thing happened, right? And then all these yeah. people came out and they were like telling their fucking super stories, like, man, I'm not I'm not racist because I saved this black kid in high school one time. I'm not racist because I did this. I'm just shaking my head. And then there was this. They they started a book club. They, they started a book club where I worked, and the first book that they pushed out was that White Fragility book. Oof. Yeah, that was their... And they were posting... Like, you could not get away with this if you were like, all right, guys, I'm going to start a book club. Here's Mein Kampf. Like, let's fucking read it and have a great time. You could not... You cannot get away with this shit. Like, and they... And they I was, mean, even if you want just to read, like, hey, let's just look at... Take this apart and talk about it historically just to talk about it. No, no, you could, but you could, even if you said, if you look like uh, Ben Shapiro's book or uh, Tucker Carlson, if he had a book and he wrote it, or, you know, Larry Elder or statistical analysis of, you know, crime in the United States, if that's the book you wanted to peddle or, you know, economic theory, like if those are the books you wanted to peddle, oh, that's fucking, like you would get hamstrung. But people are allowed to flout an openly racist book, which it is. Um, an openly racist book as their for opening thing, and just nobody's, everybody's too afraid to deal with it because you will get excised. Like if you if you combat it or counter it, you'll get excised. So I'm just not gonna fucking do the training. So uh, they're gonna be like, hey, register for the. You have to. What they want us to do is do some low side. Uh, you have to go on your computer and do whatever, and there's like four steps you have to do to to, to set up an account to go on this thing. It's not gonna do it. Or I'm or I'm gonna take leave, or I'm gonna have training, or I'll be on the watch every single time. That they have these stupid courses, so. I kind of hope that the military wasn't that bad. But. No, it's 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 not the military. Like the, it's going to happen. The military, it's going to go that way. We're we're like uh, two to five years away from it being mandated in the military, but the military is getting there too. The military goes is the lead for most of this stuff, right? So the military does the, um, it's like a social experiment, right? All the egalitarian stuff, it hits the military before it hits anywhere else. So, yeah, the military is one of the best places to go as far as pushing, like, equality and all this other fun stuff. Like, the military does a fantastic job with uh, promoting, you know, women, people of color, all that other fun stuff. It's, it's, it's very diverse when it comes to all that stuff. So, now, whether you could argue if it's competent or whatever the case is, I don't know. The military has a lot of things to improve on. Like, they, they take a flat, they take a one-size-fits-all approach to all their problems. And it, it doesn't work out too well. Like, you can't put, um, you can't hire by diversity because in the SEALs. Like, that's not a thing. Because bullets fly regardless of, right? <laughs> like, bull, bullets don't care if you're male, female, black, white, or green, or indifferent. Bullets are flying. You need the best people out there. Right? So the SEALs community has not been affected yet because water will drown you regardless. Right? It will fucking kill you. So we need to be diverse. He doesn't have lakes. He can't yeah, swim. Exactly. But that's, that's the inclusion part, right? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to have, but yeah, there's no, there's no end. There's no, uh, there's no way to stop the division, right? If a person has one yeah. leg, then two legs, or there's no way to stop it. So it's it's dumb, but I mean, I kind of deserve it because I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in one of the, you know, a bell curve, right? How a bell curve looks? Yeah. 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 So I'm in I'm in that eighty or ninety percent, right? You have the extreme five uh, percent. That'd be the seal. Yeah. That'd be the seals and the super smart people, and then you have the uh, the low five percent, which is basically air ordnance handlers, and then you have you have the eighty percent or the ninety percent. I'm in that ninety percent mix, so I'm gonna get fucked how many, with. How many years have you been in the navy at this point? Fifteen. So. Fucking hell. Yeah. Right. Crazy. That's a fucking career. Yeah, I got five more, and I'm out. So. Last one, and then you're out. Yeah. So, God help the private sector. Yeah. 
<laughs> now, nah, man, uh, we're going to be, there won't, there may not be a private sector in fucking five years. So, uh, now, so you see the, you hearing about the, the money issues that we're having? Money issues. The economic issues. You're not even paying attention at all, are you? Not really. I mean, I'm, my... Lucky you. Everything's working out okay. That's good. I'll be honest with you financially right now. All you got to do is go down to Mexico, right? Oh, and shit, fucking it's the fan in fucking uh, America. You can get a lot of pesos for a dollar. Yeah, uh, apparent, uh, well, apparently the American dollar and the peso are going to get pretty even pretty quickly. Well, so, there you go. Um, See, they only have to worry about switching. Yeah. So... I could go. I can go on that little economic spiel for like five to ten minutes too. But I think, uh, I think I just ended my career with the unconscious bias, fucking ranting and raving about the military. Yeah, so you know, fifteen years was a good run. Yeah, it was a good run. You don't, have to pull, you don't get the retirement. That's okay. Yeah, that that is the that is the piece is the the free two thousand dollars a month. So when you retire, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty good way to start. Knowing that you're starting with two grand a month. Pretty nice way. I mean, I have renewals off of old business that I get paid on each month, so it's not really just like you know free money or anything. But that's like, oh, I, I know I have this money to start with at the beginning of the month, so yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a little bit ahead. I still need to work, but if everything goes shitty, I've got enough to pay everything, just keep going to the next month. Yeah, that's the one thing that uh, keeps me in. As far as I love my job and I love what I do, like uh, I love interacting with the people that I work with every day. So that's fun. I like, I like my job. I like what I do. So that's, that's, ex I mean, I like coming into work every day and doing that stuff. I don't like the bullshit. Like I have no time for it. Like I don't, I have no time for any of the, any other stuff. Would, the case really is. Be would it really be better in the private sector if you work for some corporation doing whatever? It'd be worse. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. If, if, at least. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm in a I'm in a very lucky lucky spot in a position where I can be away from the away from the BS where there's not some crazy person above me pushing all this stupid shit because I'd be in a back room knife handing somebody so and like I I I may get fired get shit canned whatever the case is and I know I'm talking big now and it uh, there's no way to know how I would uh, interact when I'm presented with the situation but I'm in a a work environment that is okay as far as like there's no really radicals uh in our team that are pushing crazy stuff and if they are they're kind of quiet about it because they're junior so and they and they go off somewhere and they talk about it so which you know I'm, i i could live with that if you want to be radical just you know if you don't bother me with it then knock yourself out well that's the problem they, yeah that's and that's what i've said many times just don't bring it to work i don't bring this yeah. to work and they don't yeah. don't bring your shit to work either but that's the problem they brought it to work when the george floyd thing happened the, every yeah. every leader failed uh, in, in, in all facets, right? There were many, many, many that failed. Um, and my advice to my uh, the person I advise was like, look, you fucking signed a contract. You raised your right hand. Defend the Constitution. That's the answer to the problem, right? It's none of this other bullshit that you heard. Um, like I heard leaders in uniform be like, silence is violence. And like, I hear you. I hear you being quiet right now about this. You're not speaking up about the George Floyd bullshit. Like, these are people. I hear you being quiet. I'm yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that was that was something they were pushing was the silence is violence yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, no, I, I I saw that all over the place. Yeah. Twitter uh, and whatnot. No, these are these like, are these are people that say that they're leaders, leaders of all, right? All people, all races, all races, creeds, colors, and whatever. That's what they say, and then they're on there spouting that bullshit. It's like, all right, buddy, you just excise forty percent, fifty percent of your work population. So good on you. So I don't know. It's a uh, it's annoying, but yeah. yeah. Who you vote? You voting for uh, Trump or Biden or Joe Jurgensen? Uh, who's the green candidate? Who's the green candidate? Yeah, they they they, they might have a chance for mine. Al Gore. Al <laughs> <Now> this time. <laughs> Al Gore's still alive. I guess he's alive. Yeah, he's alive. I mean, yeah, I think I, I kind of sit the same place I sat last time. I I don't love Trump. I, 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 I don't, you know, but 
I, I think Biden, you know, his views are I fundamentally disagree with. So I go Trump in that case. Do you think that Biden has mental, like, do you think he's suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's or something? Or senility? Like, what no, I think, I think he's trying really hard to seem really cool. And it comes off like he's like that. I don't, I don't think he has Alzheimer's. I, I mean, you know, they said Reagan did by the end, but I, I don't think he does. I think it's just more, he's just trying to sound like he's not the old guy in the room so hard that it's making him sound like an ass. I think he's you know, just... Versus any, anyone else, he would have talked himself probably into not winning at this point. But yeah, true. because it's Trump and the other side cannot fathom in any way supporting anything that is positive to Trump, he's not getting some of the... Trump isn't getting some of those votes that he might get because Biden comes off a little wacky. Yeah, yeah, but, I, but like I don't know. Biden has come out and said that like in the last two weeks, like overtly racist shit. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> when when because he he was asked something about um, what if he was you know he he's not saying that he's not taking tests, saying he's if he's cognizant and and uh, and Trump is, and then he told the guy you know you crazy for asking that or you on crack or something. He was a black guy, so like that's much worse. Like. Yeah, those are the kind of things that in a normal or what feels like a more normal world of maybe eight years ago would have, you know, been enough to kind of put him out of the race. But that just shit don't happen no more. He, he was the vice president eight years ago. Yeah. Wow. Well, now we fucked I, up. I, I, think, I, think there's a, uh, I think there's a pretty decent chance he wins, but also I, I, I don't think the Trump's necessarily out of it yet. I, I think it's 50-50. The problem is is that um, people probably feel like they're being held at gunpoint when it comes to the riots and stuff because those threats have happened. So if he gets reelected, like, I don't know. It's kind of, it's goofy with the mail-in balloting, that, that kind of bullshit that's going on. It's goofy with the, yeah. the riots and stuff, which they're, they've openly said that we're going to continue rioting if, if Trump stays in. So, yeah. and then, but the problem is that turnabout's fair play. So if Biden gets elected, you know there's going to be fucking... You know there's going to be fucking dipshits yeah. from Utah coming out and just fucking rolling. Right, right now, the world we live in, somebody's going to write whoever wins. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because violence has now been uh, authorized, right? Yes. Val- violence is now an acceptable form of speech, and that started after the, the Floyd stuff. So, I don't know. So, yeah, for the— uh, I feel like that was probably starting even before Floyd. I feel like that started with— um, who was that other black kid who got killed? Um, Michael something, I think. Michael Brown, the Ferguson riots? Michael Brown, the Ferguson one. I think I would argue that that really started where we were. It's like, okay, I'm not going to go as far as say there was, there's not good intention here, but the problem is good intention gets hijacked by these other causes and it gets turned into something and there's no controlling the side that does have good intention and movements very quickly turn to something else and it, it, it's become just violence and anarchy in a lot of cases. So with the with the Mike Brown or Michael Brown shooting, that was that let off with misinformation that got everybody out and rioting and then you automatically, like once you burn down buildings and shit, mm-hmm. like if you don't, I, I guess the point can be made that uh, particularly in the George Floyd case where if they went down and burned down the precinct of where the Chauvin was working, and then they stopped there and had like a fucking seance or vigil or whatever. Then, okay, like this kind of makes sense. There's rationality to the protest. There's no rationality to the Ferguson uh, stuff. Maybe you could argue that they were misinformed and they were just, but they mm-hmm. were, I think they were just rioting just to riot, which is what happened uh, after the Floyd stuff. Like it was, it was initial outrage, it was valid, and then it just became, it devolved immediately into stupidity and irrationality. And I can't get behind anything that is not, it's not rational. I'm not behind you. I don't care what your fucking argument is. I don't care how right you are or how virtuous you are. If it's not a rational argument, I'm not in your fucking court. Like if, if you don't have a... The problem is, is that you're not allowed to be anywhere in the middle with this. You know, I mean, I agree. It, 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 with what, with how Floyd died, he looked pretty fucked up to me. There was definitely something that went wrong there in my opinion. 
but then I'm like, well, let's not burn down a, a police station. It's like, no. So, so you're, so you're not, you're not for the movement. It's like, can I agree with you that I think this is messed up, but also this is messed up in different ways? Like, you, you don't have any room to do that, or you can get torn apart by people who are on firmly on whatever side doesn't agree with you on that one thing. Yeah, there, you're right. There is no nuance. The the problem is, no. is that I think 99.99 percent of Americans agree that. What Schauffen did to Floyd was murder mm-hmm. um, in some shape, form, or fashion, right? Now, whether whether or not they can prove that in the court of law, like this, did you see the new videos that came out? No, I did not. Yeah, okay. Like, that added a lot of nuance to the problem set of the George Floyd did, did he Did he kind of come at them or... No, I mean... I did, or anything? It just... He was definitely under the influence of something. Um, yeah. Uh, he was resistant... Um, he, cr- he complained about not breathing before he was put in the, the hold uh, by Chauvin. So he was just extremely erratic, uh, and the officers were acting. And then so a lot of people are fearing that the, the officers, with the exception of Chauvin, have been overcharged. They, I think they put them in first-degree murder, which is premeditated, right? Because they're trying to link the fact that they worked together in a bar um, to where Chauvin knew him, and then he put him down and did that. That video squashes the really? whole. That the video of the George Floyd thing squashes the whole premeditated thing, with the except like so the officers maybe assault, maybe battery, um, accidental like uh, like battery. Some uh, sort of willful negligence thing. Yeah, that results in so manslaughter would be like something that you would do. Yeah. But uh, murder? Eh, no. Probably not. But they're, they're that's what they're pushing. So they they did a first degree murder charge, and so now the jury's going to be held at gunpoint. Because if Chauvin isn't put, if there's anything other than guilty for first degree murder, like there's going to be riots, um, which yeah. is that's not American, that's not justice. And but you could argue, you could argue that what George Floyd or what happened to him wasn't justice either, which is extremely true. But what do we do, right? Do we just fucking do we go lynch the guy? Like, is that what you want? We got to bring that shit back. Which I'm, I mean, I'm for, man. I'm, it, I'm, it, it's a real weird, ironic argument to, hey, let's lynch this guy. Well, this is bad in general. What? you guys are against yeah but i'm for like uh, walling off utah and just fucking having debauchery central and let let's fucking throw people in there and let them have the purge like have fun do your thing like the old george carlin bit so purge slash uh escape from new york type situation yeah exactly throw snake plissken in that shit and see what happens (laughs) he'll be be riding off over that thing in a uh on a surfboard or whatever but uh yeah, I mean, so I guess the Ferguson thing was Mike Brown. It was like misinformation because Mike Brown actually attacked the officer, went for his gun, and the officer mm-hmm. defended himself. Every All the witnesses attested to that, and they rioted anyways. Uh, Freddie, Gay, Freddie Gray was a fucked up one. Uh, the Zimmerman one uh, was uh, fucked up. Uh, like the neighborhood watch guy that basically initiated yeah, a confrontation. Yeah, the Tamir Rice... I, I think he's a piece of shit, but this kid did come out, and that, that's yeah. But he, the problem with that is, is that he initiated a confrontation and then, and then used a stand your ground law, right? So, so Zimmerman, to me, Zimmerman's at fault uh, in that one because he initiated the initiated the, mm. the thing with him. So, if you're a neighborhood watch guy, you just fucking observe and report. You don't seek out uh, interactions with people. You just say, hey, there's a, there's a suspicious kid and a fucking hoodie with Skittles in his pocket, uh, in the neighborhood, please come, and the police don't show up, and, and then fucking stupid, so, but then, uh, there's one in South Carolina, where the guy shot him, uh, in the back, and then planted the gun, that guy got charged with murder, the one in Georgia, it wasn't police, there were former police that did that were shit. Were those the guys who ran down the jogger? Yeah, that was fucked up, um, they did that, and then, so they're like, oh, like, yeah, you're, you're able to name all these... You're able to name there, all these fucked up people who deserve to have some shitty justice come at them because they they did shit. There's, I'm not. There's, I don't think anyone would really argue that that doesn't exist. What? But that that there are people who've done fucked up shit who deserve to have the law come down on them every day, like those guys and the the, the guy who actually did the choking to Floyd. You know, those guys deserve to have real consequences. But the problem is that. Every single thing like that goes into the same box now, and there are people screaming at you that if you don't 100% agree with that, 
then you're just another part of the problem. And you, it's like you, you, you can't get away with, you know, in any public way, whether it's talking out loud in a group or being on some sort of social media without being attacked by the other side because you don't 100% agree. It's like there, there's not a room. I mean, if, there, if there's anything that, that annoys me about the world we live in now is that there's zero room for nuance. Yeah. Zero room for, I agree with a little bit of what you say, but I don't agree with everything. Well, then you're, you're, you're a fucking part of the problem. That, that's insane to me. Yeah. I mean, so what I, I, mean, I think I just named like five or six cases, but if you, I mean, they're all sad, but it's not endemic of, if, and, if, and if you heard that and you just stopped listening, um, you would think that America is the worst fucking shithole to live in ever. But that's not, I mean, that's, that's uh, what? The five or six cases I named was 50%? Of the cases, yeah. I mean, I mean, they're going through, but uh, uh, but nobody can name any white or Hispanics that were unarmed and killed by the cops, either lawfully or unlawfully. Um, but they, but they'll go through ad nauseum. Uh, uh, who was it? Tucker Carlson went through all the 2019 unarmed uh, uh, mm-hmm. black shootings. He went through ten, mm-hmm. ten of 330 million people in one year. Ten unarmed blacks were were shot and killed, as opposed to 21 whites. At the same time period, but then you would argue, oh, but but Seth, uh, the whites make up the forty, what forty-two percent of the population, and blacks are only twelve percent, or whites are forty-seven and blacks are twelve percent. So, well, Ellis, I'll argue with you that Hispanics are seventeen percent of the population. Why are they shot at less of a rate than blacks? Um, you, you just put up in cages. What's up? Yeah, we just put you, you in cages down. Cages. We put your children in cages down by the border, <laughs> Ellis. <laughs> Jesus, get it right. So, and then you would uh, you would say stats about how uh, uh, even though their population is twelve percent, they make up greater than fifty percent of all robberies, homicides, uh, shit like that. Uh, you can't really use the uh, intra-racial, which is just black on black, white on white crime, right? Mm-hmm. But what you can do in that instance is how many black on black homicides are there versus how many white on white homicides or Hispanic on Hispanic homicides or Asian on Asian. And blacks far, far uh, outnumber uh, white on white, uh, Hispanic on Hispanic, and Asian on Asian. But 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 most homicides are intra race, right? So black on black, white yeah. on white, Hispanic on Hispanic. Um, yeah, you can you can if you if you quote those statistics and cite them, you're a racist because you're not doing the problem, even though. When they defunded the police, all the murder rates and all the homicide, all the homicide rates have gone up in New York, Chicago, Portland, Louisville. Because people don't have enough money for food. It's not because people are psychopaths right now. It's just because they don't have enough money for food. Who said that? Uh, uh, AOC. What? Yeah, she's. I don't listen to anything she says. I, I know she said that, but that's stupid. People weren't. Uh, so what, what? What? Nobody challenged that, Stu, and she got reelected because it too. Because doesn't fit her narrative that that there is, you know, there is just an overwhelming amount of altruism in these communities that that don't have as much as communities that do. You know, in in general, her the, her general thesis seems to be that there is much more altruism and good coming from those communities and the communities with money are you know much more narrow-minded and just evil i guess and this doesn't fit that view and so she has to say something and especially because new york's her home space and you know just just stupid yeah she's she is horrific yeah but aoc's garbage like every i don't listen to anything like how did she get a degree from any college, like that just tells you everything you know about the education system. Like, I did, I did find it kind of funny that she was pushing some girl out of uh, Laredo here to take down whoever, you know, the the uh, congressman is here. I can't remember his name either. But we we would get mail from the the girls campaign like on a daily basis right before the last election, and uh, apparently that one fell flat in her ass. She didn't. Didn't at all come close to, to winning. Good. Uh, so, I, know, I know there's been a handful of people that she's pushed around the country that that have not uh, been able to come over the top. Yeah, she's the future of the Democratic Party so far, and 
we're living large with Trump right now, so we we sold our souls, or the Republicans <laughs> sold their souls back in, in 2016. So, and that was in response to A, Hillary sucks, and B, Barack Obama. So, and then... It's, it's got to be really weird being Hillary Clinton knowing, wow, you people just really hate me. It's so much more about the fact that you hate me. You know, this guy is saying crazy shit, but you'd still rather he be it than me. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how... Okay, uh, in a little bit. Be on a little bit. <laughs> guest. Guest podcast. All right. <laughs> now, for the children's corner, children's corner of said podcast. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you seen all the Epstein Island bullshit with uh, Clinton and... Oh, yeah, yeah. That is fucking crazy. So yeah, Clinton. That Epstein thing is, uh, you know, he, he he got suicided hard. Yeah. Do you think the Maxwell lady is going to get suicided as well? I mean, if it, you know, if if there's if there's room to think that that this is maybe, you know, some there's room to still to still look at this and be like, it, it looks a little fishy, but it's probably be a normal thing. But she does too. You kind of run out. You start to run out of room pretty quick. It starts to really look like. There's some something to some of these conspiracies. No, like no, he did not kill himself. Like Eps, Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. Fucking come get me, Hillary. Let's let's do this. And I did not kill myself, Ellis. Just throwing that out there. Please, please leave me alone, Hillary. I don't <laughs> share. I did not kill myself, Ellis. Just throwing that out there. But yeah, the whole logs and the uh, uh, yeah, that's just. That's all kinds of fucked up. And then, uh, so you know H, right? Obviously you know H. I know what? H, the redhead I used to date way back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, when we first met each other, and I was thinking about this a lot. She's an Epstein apologist? Yeah, she's... <laughs> Jeffrey's, a, Jeffrey's a good guy. Uh, yeah, of our many faults, she's an Epstein apologist. Um, no, she was... Uh, when we first met... She was thinking about going to New York because she was being offered one of those modeling scholarships, quote unquote, mm-hmm. at the at the ripe tender age of sixteen years old. So mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. Uh, it's like, wow, like if she would have went up there, she would have probably ended up on an island somewhere. Yeah. Or or in a, yeah. in a trunk of a car. So I told her not to go because like it was like I I was in that like hey you do what you want to do type things because we were like it was literally the first month of our relationship it was like hey you do what you want to do. Um, but, but if you want my opinion, this sounds stupid. Yeah, yeah if you, but, but if you really want me to fucking talk about it. But I was, I was in, the, it was in that first thing where you're just trying to be like, you know, everything's okay, everything's cool. glitters and sparkles. Yeah, you're not gonna, you're not putting any impediments down and everything that's going on. And then obviously she ended up not going. But those things were out there. They were like modeling, modeling scholarships or modeling opportunities for young girls to go to New York. Like I, I know that firsthand because I dated a girl that was offered one of those things. And she was 16 at the time, so. She was never hurt from again. Yeah, she ended up in the trunk of a car or at the bottom of a lake, like, or bottom of an ocean uh, after uh, all that bullshit, so. It's fucked up, man. Uh, yeah. So, economics. You haven't paid attention? I know they exist. You haven't paid attention to this at all? I Probably not in any real way, no. Yeah, man, boy, howdy, do do I have a? Do do you listen to Rogan at all? Uh yeah, I listen to some, sporadically. Okay, listen to the Peter Schiff one. Peter Schiff. Peter Schiff. I highly recommend that you listen. Take three hours out of your day and listen to that guy. The audio is annoying because uh, he's skyping into that uh, uh, conversation. But the points that he makes are quite relevant, right? Whether he's right or wrong, it doesn't matter. But his economic theory is sound about what's what's going down with everything. And he explains, like, uh, I was starting to get back into talking. Like, I, I, had, I hadn't opened an economics textbook in a while. But I was trying to explain it on this podcast, and I was trying to explain it to a couple of people that I work with. And then I heard him talk about it, and I was like, yeah, that's that's it. Because I knew, I, I knew shit was fucked up, but then he went through it and... Uh, explained basically the gist of what's going down 
as far as uh, we're headed for a fucking fun time. So. Okay. I'll like that. Yeah. Well. Recommend. All right, man. Uh, unless you have any jokes to tell me. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Dead baby jokes. Dead baby jokes. No, I think I'm, I think you know them all. I do know them all. <laughs> Should we end the podcast on dead baby jokes? I really prefer not. Okay. All right. Let's go. <laughs> Let the world just know that we know the existence of yeah. dead baby jokes. That's true. Uh, all right, man. Well, I'll end it on this joke, unless you have anything, <laughs> other jokes. Not a no, bad joke. How many psychologists does it take to change a light bulb? How many? One. But the light bulb has to really want to change. <laughs> uh, hey, I got one. I got one I read this the other day. I thought it was funny. Okay. A priest, a... Um... Uh-oh. <laughs> Shit, how's it go? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> It, no, prob- it probably deals with, a, if, if it's a priest, it probably deals with a little boy of some shape, <laughs> form, or fashion. hey So, uh, all right, man. Thank- <laughs> hey, man. God bless you. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Of course. You are always welcome on the SH1T podcast. Don't well, let. You. I feel special. Yeah. When, I, uh, when, I'm, when I'm prestigiously uh, getting a penny, an episode, and being sued for 10000 for playing music, I will uh, <laughs> ensure to keep you inviting you on. Good deal. Well, we're, we're you know, we're sad you couldn't make it down, but we understand. And we'll see you, uh, you know, a little later this year, I guess, hopefully. Maybe, um, or the follow-on year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, whenever. Yep. Because it would be, I guess it would be next year, wouldn't it? Would yep. be that When you were talking about you, you should be down for a bit. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, then next year, yeah. Yeah. Never, never that is. That's not too far. Like, 12 months ish. Yeah. All right, man. Well, happy birthday, brother. That uh, <laughs> has the vacancy in the house. And then, other than that, I'm it. I'm out. You enjoy. Right. Thank, thanks for taking time out of your day to do this. I appreciate of course, it. Of course, buddy. All right, brother. I'll talk to you later. You stay classy. <laughs> Bye. Bye.